Welcome to the Powered by Age Age Friendly City Zoomcast Reality Style Podcast. We are movers and shakers, shaking up the old notion of silent, helpless, invisible seniors. This is a new series of podcasts funded by the City of Vancouver and the 411 Senior Center Society. As PBA AFC ambassadors, we raise awareness, share our original stories and poems, inform, advocate, and involve seniors in discussing important social issues. In short, these podcasts will help us, you, in creating an age-friendly city for Vancouver today, tomorrow the world. You can hear us everywhere podcasts are heard. So hello and welcome to the Powered by Age podcast creation meeting. I'm Charlotte Farrell and today our special theme is Expanded Health and Wellness. Uh, Today as usual I'll ask each of you to introduce yourselves briefly and then I will turn it over to our facilitator for today, Robin Erickson, who will present her team that's going to be bringing forth this presentation on Expanded Health and Wellness. So Neil. Yo, good morning. My name is Neil Ryan. I am a poet, a writer, uh, um, and uh, I'm going to be introduced later on, so we'll save the best for last. (laughs) Okay, Naomi. Hi, Naomi Myville. I live in Victoria here on the island, but I am an ex-West Ender from many years ago. And I saw the West Ender group on Barclay Manor and decided to get on board. And then I found out about your brand new Zoom. And I thought I got to try that. Well, welcome. Uh, Leslie? Yes, I'm Leslie Hebert. I live in New Westminster. Um, I'm a member of Century House and the Royal City Literary Arts Society the New Westminster Lawn Bowling Club and the New Westminster Council of Women. I am an English as a second language teacher. I teach online via Skype and I'm also a writer. I write short stories, poetry, and I'm currently working on a travel book about uh, a holiday I took in Japan a few years back. So, uh, Luke? Yeah, my name is Luke. I'm a tech support and consultant with 411 and um, about it. <laughs> He's modest, our coach and troubleshooter <laughs> as we flow along. Okay, uh, Robin, you can introduce yourself and team. <laughs> yeah, uh, my name's Robin. I am part of the, the mentorship team for the, the podcast um, here, Powered by Age, Age Friendly Cities. Uh, my day job is as a community radio maker, and so I come with uh, that experience, and I get very excited about bringing people's voices and stories uh, alive for audiences to to hear. So um, today we've got uh, three presenters um, who are going to inform us on what kinds of options there are um, in terms of of wellness. And when we think about wellness, uh, how do we think about that in in an expanded uh, kind of framework? And so uh, we'll be hearing from three podcast participants today um, on three very different uh, modalities that interestingly, I think have such a nice crossover and and this beautiful thread of mindfulness and um, presence, presence in moment um, to them. So are, are we ready team? Shall we just jump? Jump and go. Judith. Hi, Yeah, I'll introduce okay. you, Judith. Great. 
So our, our first presentation is from Judith Rainey, who is a, a lifelong learner and has been a Vancouver resident for over 70 years. She discovered a learning method that works with the body that is called Feldenkrais and is here to talk a little bit about that. Take it away, Judith. Hi, everyone. Um, well, I wrote up a presentation, so please forgive me, but I'm a little bit nervous about this. Um, I came about to, to the Feldenkrais um, technique through um, injury, back injury, and I think a lot of most people come to the Feldenkrais technique through injuries. Um, Feldenkrais actually developed the method through his own injury, knee injury, um, and he worked with it in order to develop a healing for himself. So he um, applied, he was a rocket scientist in Israel, and he applied physics to movement and healing. And it's really quite intimidating, but he it's very practical and um so you know i approached it after a palliative care nurse friend of mine suggested it when i injured my back last year and um i had forgotten about the method but it had helped me every time i've had a back injury and my doctor had said to stop doing physiotherapy because it was aggravating the injury and she proposed doing a spinal injection of cortisone and i didn't want to do that so i um partook of one of the feldenkrais awareness through movement lessons at a community center where it was less expensive than going through a private practice um the um no, where was I? Um, so my experience took me back to another senior center, and the first thing they said was, what did you do? Because apparently I was walking much more straighter, with much more ease. And like before, I'd been walking very, very, very slowly, and I'd been all... Mm, sort of twisted to one side, I think, favoring my injury. And so I was walking up upright and with ease. And so it was noticeable for people who had seen me prior to the, the first lesson. And my doctor also asked me what I'd done because she couldn't understand the change that it had, that it occurred. And she wasn't aware of the Feldenkrais technique. But um, it's not a medical model, which is why it's not covered by the medical services plan like physio or chiropractory. Um, Feldenkrais actually classified it as a learning technique. So it's a lesson we learn to rewire our brains and body in pain-free, less effortful ways of moving and um we give ourselves permission and allow ourselves to learn first to go slow and without effort and where if pain should arise to stop and do the movement in our imagination so that the brain is reorganizing through neurodynamics um, the change in habitual behaviors that result in injury and pain. So one of the quotes I like about Feldenkrais is nothing is permanent about our behavior patterns except that our belief that they are so. So it puts the person, the individual, in the driver's seat and... Um, because the West tends to separate the mind, body, and emotion, whereas Feldenkrais integrates it so that we have more options to respond to what's happening in our environment with resiliency. And um, yes, so um, 
so that we always have options and to make conditions best that make it easier or simpler for people to make it better for themselves. So that's basically, uh, it's not, the lessons aren't a prescription, which is what I was mistakenly thinking of it as, that it's not, it's how you're doing it and it's the experience. So empowering the person to know what's best for them. So I leave it up to you to take it away. I think this is a good time to watch the video. Um, there's uh, there's this this fantastic just five minute long um, video that um, builds upon what Judith talked about, um, but explains what the the three principles of Feldenkrais are and how uh, that relates back to the things that Judith was talking about. So when you're ready, Luke. And you see the screen. Yes. Okay, here we go. of the Feldenkrais Method, which is a primary tool that I use in my work, both privately in my classes and in my retreats. We're going to talk about how this method works. And the first part I want to mention is you're tuning your awareness to your bones. So this is very important because the bones are the most solid part of you. If you tap a heel, you feel the bone of your foot and that is the foundation for standing, for balance, for support. So in many of my lessons I have people tap their heels just to begin to wake up your nervous system to feel your bones. And many of the lessons in the Feldenkrais Method, actually all of them, rely on sensing the bones. And we usually don't feel our bones. It's not something you have to do every minute of the day. But if you want to tune up how you move, if you sense your bones for a moment, the muscles can instantly relax. Instantly. So let's say you have a lot of shoulder tension. A quick way to relieve shoulder tension is actually to feel the sit bone. Okay, and I have some lessons with that. But you're going to feel, you can tap your sit bone on a firm chair like this, and then take a deep breath. Exhale and drop your weight onto those sit bones, and that immediately just sheds tension off your shoulders. Okay, so that's the first principle of the magic, is feeling the bones, finding them, feeling them, and then the tension in the body can relax so that we can move easier. All right. Principle number two of the magic of this work is tuning into ease. In our mind with movement, if you focus on ease and well-being, it's like deciding you're going to go vacation to a lovely place that's warm and nurturing versus a harsh environment. If we start to focus on, I'm going to move with ease and well-being, there's a program in the brain that says, hey, we're going to look to see, are you moving with ease? And even if you're not, you're going to direct yourself to move in that kind of way. It's very important. The intention that you hold uh, directs your movement. All right. So in my private work with people and my classes, I'm very careful to guide you to sense ease and well-being. All right. Now the third principle is perhaps the most important one, and that is using your attention. Okay, so the last principle was intention. This is attention. And with the Feldenkrais Method, we're taking your attention to your body as you move and as you are still to sense yourself, okay? And this is very important to shift a pattern if you've had strain, if you've been unable to do something, 
if you begin to tune your attention to your senses, all right, this is, puts you in the moment. It's a mindfulness practice, but we're going to do specific things with that attention. And so it will guide your attention. And the attention is not just for one specific place, like just your heel, but to connect the heel all the way through to the top of your head. So sometimes I'll do a lesson where you touch the top of your head, put a tiny bit of pressure there and tap your heel. And can you make a connection to the heel? Can you make the connection through yourself? All right. This is simple, but incredibly quick, powerful way to align your body. So these are the three magic tools of the Feldenkrais method that I feel are most important. Sensing the bones, having intention of ease, and lastly, attention to the whole body connection. Thanks for joining me. See you next time. Thanks, Luke. Um, so maybe maybe I should mention that there are lots of free Feldenkrais lessons available on YouTube. So Annie Thos is one of them, um, but there are other practitioners as well. Um, just for as an aside. Yeah, and I just want to mention um, that. I think especially for um, older adults, uh, I know even for myself as a 56-year-old, the, 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 the aches and pains that I sometimes feel that didn't exist in the before time um, can, can be a little, a little alarming. And so this, this practice that Judith introduced uh, me to in our conversation, I thought, um, you know, might really be a benefit to um, not only older adults, but anybody who's dealing with, um, you know, stiffness or injury from, um, from surgery or um, just the, the pains, aches and pains that we develop over time. So, um, yeah. Do you want to entertain uh, a couple of questions if, if people have them, Judith? Sure. Yeah, okay, I've got a question. Um, as I was listening to the video, I was struck with uh, quite a few, I do yoga, and I was struck with a few similarities there. Uh, the breathing, the body awareness, uh, the awareness of posture. So I was wondering, what is the difference in principle behind this and behind yoga? Sort of the compare and contrast, Feldenkrais and yoga. Oh, okay. So Feldenkrais is, as I mentioned, a learning experience. So. So it's the experience of uh, being at ease, being in your body. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, awareness through movement is, is sometimes used when people injure themselves through yoga. So it takes mm -hmm. it back a level to awareness. Um, you know how in yoga you do the, the body scan? Mm -hmm. uh, and the uh, relaxation techniques. Mm -hmm. Well, you start the Feldenkrais lesson with the body scan, equivalent of a body scan, where you locate the bones in your mm -hmm. body. Mm -hmm. And then um, the different movement exercises are designed for whatever um, the practitioner feels is appropriate to your situation. Uh, so Feldenkrais didn't just use it for adults or seniors. He used it for very young children as well who were, had, um, I don't know whether it was cerebral palsy or, but in a very, very um, varying degrees of need. Uh, so he was able to be very helpful. Um, 
with his techniques. He set the environment and set the cues for healing and moving with these. So does, does that help? Um, yeah, but I, I think yeah. sort of they seem to start at the same place, right? The yoga and the Feldenkrais. As you said, you start with the body scan, which, yeah. So yeah, that was interesting, actually. Right. Yeah. Hi, Ruby. Hi. Can you hear me? Because it keeps yeah, saying that I'm nice muted. Pardon me? I can hear you nice and clearly. Okay. Okay, good. Um, should I, uh, I... Did you have a we'll question, start. Ruby? No, no, no. No? Okay. Okay. Uh, any other questions before we hear from Neil? I'd just like to share that I did try um, with a practitioner, an older fellow here on the island that's quite famous for Feldenkrais and had a full body manipulation by him and was able to uh, have a full body sensation of the skeletal system. And he was quite surprised that um, I was able to do that in a first session. But I think it's because he as a practitioner was so very um, experienced at it. And, but it, was a, um, it helped a lot. It reduced uh, muscle pain quite a bit. And it was very interesting, but it is, of course, not covered by medical, so it's out of pocket. And right. being as famous as he is, it, it was a little pricey, but it was very enjoyable. Right. Yeah. Fortunately, in Vancouver, a lot of the community centers or some of the community centers used to offer lessons, and so it was much more affordable. But yeah. As I mentioned, the online sessions, there are a lot of online sessions that are free. And if you can wade through a lot of the um, text messages or the messages in the emails, you could actually connect to different websites of Feldenkrais practitioners and find free sessions. But they always lead to, you know, signing up for paid lessons or whatever. Yes. But yes. you can find them if you're willing to put sure. up with that. Yeah. But it's very interesting. Judith, I did, uh, I did Feldenkrais many years ago ah. with, a, with a practitioner out in, out towards UBC. Uh, I don't remember her name, but uh, um, yeah, I, I remember that uh, money was part of the issue. Yeah. Um, but I've also done yoga. I did, uh, I did uh, yoga with uh, Bruce Mc, Mc, McDonald, Bruce McDonald, who who uh, had a clinic, a yoga clinic out of Sixteenth and and uh, and McDonald Street or something. Anyway, in 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 Kitsilano, and uh, both of them were were uh, very powerful experiences. Uh, I know I, I, I went to yoga for several years uh, with Bruce and uh, he was an MD and uh, he's retired and long gone over, lives over on one of the small islands. And, but, uh, but in terms of body awareness, they both work really well. They both work really well. Yeah. Feldenkrais actually came through um, Eastern philosophies and practices. He uh, participated in judo for a long time, um, but he did favor being open-minded and open to um, different experiences or different religions or different uh, value systems and all in the belief that it helped to be able to respond to anything that happened or came up in the environment or 
and being able to be resilient. So he, it was really resilience he was emphasizing. Um, thank you. I think right. in the, the interest of time, but also that that yeah. creates kind of a nice segue into um, to hearing from our next presenter, who is Neil Ryan, uh, yeah. born in 1940. He's been a perennial student of life as well, a business consultant, a business owner, teacher, wanderer, a poet, and author of From the Other Side, Poetry and Short Stories. He was diagnosed with bowel counts bowel cancer in 2005 and rather than um, going through with uh, therapies post-surgery, he sought alternative healing tools and became a level three EFT practitioner, a certified psych K therapist and trained in reconnected healing, which is a non-contact um, energy practice. Here today, though, he is going to share uh, a little bit of his extensive knowledge um, about mindfulness practices that he knows best. Take it away. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, what can one say in 10 minutes about meditation? Uh, I, I, I want to start from outside the box. What is meditation? Meditation is not a cure for anything. It is a doorway to learning about your dis-ease. And if you look at the word disease, it will tell you that it is that most illness arises from stress, emotional stress, physical stress, but most illness really, really is connected to our subconscious, which and, and in our subconscious lies the raison d'etre, the reason why we have dis-ease. And what the intention of meditation is to calm the interior dialogue that is, is constant. And it's there to protect us, but unfortunately, it also prevents us from seeing ourselves and seeing what's going on. Um, I, I, I began many, many years ago to search for the, 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 the keys to the keys to the kingdom the the one of the teachings i learned a long time ago is is that uh with our thoughts we make the world all that we are the buddhists the buddhas to quote the buddha all that we are arises with our thoughts with our thoughts we make the world and i have recently learned that our average day we think 60 to 70000 thoughts in a day and most of them are the same thoughts that we thought the day before we thought yesterday and so to become mindful i i i, I like that idea robin that you introduced which is that our mindfulness is 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 the process of learning to experience healing so the the current understanding of the way the world works from a quantum physics point of view is that we live in a soup of energy and meditation is there to slow down the mind from from 
beta down into uh, my mind just quit thinking about I, what the, what our energy level. I think are. it's theta. Yeah, theta, and then and then goes down. Yeah. yeah. So, in order to do that, one has one may choose to learn how to slow the mind down, because in that in that space. The subconscious allows us to come in and change the programming because we've all been changed. We've all been programmed. I had the very, very good fortune to teach EFT, emotional freedom technique. You would know that probably as the as the tapping technique. I'm a certified level three technique, and I, uh, I when I got. The, the diagnosis of cancer and after the surgery I started with Inspire Health and uh, after some considerable time uh, I began to teach EFT at Inspire Health and I had 180 patients go through my class over time small classes sometimes three sometimes five and each and every one of them had a story to tell the woman with uh, uh, uterine cancer that uh, was trying to save her mother who died when she was five years old of uterine cancer and and stories that go on and on like that uh, uh, a man who had testicular cancer it turns out his son died in a motorcycle accident and how better to make sure you don't have more children is to have testic testicular cancer so these, these issues all arrive from our subconscious and meditation is a methodology to go into the subconscious and find what needs to be forgiven, find what needs to be forgotten, find what needs to be healed. And sitting in meditation is one of the first defenses, one of the first ways of learning what needs to be healed because we've all been wounded. Uh, you'll find that in my poetry that I insist on the fact that in living life, life brings us a wound, even if it's only uh, counting our losses and, and the losses that go on constantly from, from when we're born and we lose our childhood to when we lose our our capacities as we grow older. I, I'm blessed with good health, but I also work really, really hard to be there. I, I, I do my meditation daily. I've been doing it now on to about nine or 10 months, uh, but I've been playing with alternative healing since, since the diagnosis of cancer 15 years ago. And uh, of, uh, one of the things that uh, I've done is Psyche. Uh, Psyche uses kinesiology to heal uh, uh, emotional injuries. And then uh, I discovered the, this um, uh, reconnection and uh, it's a non-contact with my hands, I can move energy in your body because I've learned how to feel the energy. And in, 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 in moving ac across the energy field of the body, and, and, and that's this, the, the latest idea of quantum physics, is that we are not what we appear to be. We are, in fact, energy slow. We are, in fact, light beams that are slowed <clears throat> to become manifest. And I could go on about quantum physics because I've studied quite a bit of it and it is absolutely fascinating. But I want to share with you the, some of the ideas that I have used. I'm going to put up on the screen share screen uh, Luke I may need your help with this but I've got 
if I go to a whiteboard, I've got something on my clip. How do I, how do I uh, drop a list of books? Um, yeah, just hit share screen, I guess. And okay. Uh, no, doesn't want to do that. So. Okay, uh, let's do it. Let's do it little by little here. What I've got, it, it, and and I can try and and dump it afterwards. I recommend some books. The field. I have a list printed out. I'll I'll drop it on the whiteboard later. This is a beautiful discussion about how we are all one energy. And um, uh, Lynn McTaggart is a, a reporter. She's been on the New York bestseller list with this book for many, many months. It basically describes the soup that we live in. And Lisa Rankin. Mind over medicine. She was an MD who said the medical profession is no longer the medical profession. It's a drug industry. And she has written a beautiful, beautiful book here about what are the, the, what are the main principles of, of being healthy and uh, having, having uh, uh, as a psychiatrist once told me, having someone to love being loved by somebody, somebody, get up in the morning and know what you're going to do and want to do it. Those are the sources of satisfaction in life. Um, I also have another book here called When the Body Says No. Now, this man, Gabor Mate, was my doctor at one point in time, many years ago, and he's gone off to look at... Uh, the sources of addiction and uh, this is also what I learned at the cancer clinic and that is the body is saying no I, I I can't carry on because I've got this wound and the wound is not has not been healed this is my favorite <clears throat> this is my favorite recommended book the subconscious can save your life he uses a, a, a meditation technique that is, is really, really simple. It's so simple. And he carries through. This is really, this man is a, Mike Dow. He does guided meditations from this book, but, but he does them online on the computer. And in his book, he has the access numbers that you need to access. And the company that he's publishing from is Hay House, and uh, this is this is my current daily meditation. And I got one more book to, to actually got two more books to describe. Becoming Supernatural, Joe Dispenza. This man has used the scientific approach to to meditation but um it's a little bit more complex than mike dow's because joe dispenza uses kundalini yoga that is using the <clears throat> he has scientifically proven that the pineal gland which is what we call our third eye is the source of energy that we that that are from which I exist. He scientifically said we can watch the energy of the body emerge from the pineal gland. And so to, to connect with the pineal gland, he, he uses a technique which is a thousand years old called the Kundalini Yoga. 
a little bit more difficult, but he also goes into it in quite, quite, quite deeply to, to, to prove that it, that it's, that it's scientifically validating. And of course, the best and the last is my book <laughs> on the other side, which is a book of short stories and poems that talk about how difficult it is to be a human being when we are constantly bombarded with, you should be this, you should be that. And yet we don't deal with the, with the emotions and the book really talks about dealing with forgiveness, forgiveness of ourselves, forgiveness for the, for the world. And there's three short stories about a soul about a soul about to be born and what his intention of being born is, a soul who has a trial in the high court of, 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 uh, of the other side. Uh, and he goes to court to get his future mom to have an abortion because he doesn't want to be born into an alcoholic home. And Solomon comes and, and gives the perfect answer. And then, then there's the last where he dies and goes back to the other side. And uh, those are very beautiful stories. And they, came, they come to me from the other side. I, I, I'm the editor. I'm, I write down the words that get, that, that get shown to me. So I will try and put that book list up on the share screen. And, uh, and you can please, um, Mike Dow. He's really a loving man, and he shared a thing he calls S S something V. Anyway, it's it's about accessing the subconscious, and then takes you through a guided meditation using EMDR, which is I can't remember the the. the it's about the movement of the eyes. So he uses that um, as a way of shifting and. I, uh, I'm blessed with good health, but I also work hard at it. Thank you. Hey. I, I have a comment to say I, about the, um, hello? Yes. Yeah. Uh, about the Kundalini Yoga. I did that when I was doing um, a life skills coaching course. It was awesome. Oh, Ruby. <laughs> I didn't realize who was speaking. Yeah, it, I, I, it, it takes a lot more focus, uh, and, and I've been doing that for at least nine months. Uh, I recently uh, discovered uh, Mike Dow, and of course I'm crazy, so I use the easier method. But uh, let Mike uh, guide me through my meditation rather than than. I'm sure that uh, Joe Dispenza also has online some meditation techniques, a guided meditation. I've done one, uh, but I want to just add one last thing. Yesterday, I had a young man who said to me, you can't be a day over 60 because he, he had asked me, how old I was. I said, I'm 80. I said, thank you for the compliment, but age is mostly a state of mind. And I think I'm still a teenager. <laughs> thank you, Robin, for this time. Thank you. Thank you, Neil. Um, thank you, Neil. More questions? Yeah, okay. and I was just, I was just going to, 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 mention um that you know part of the beauty of of meditation i think and you touched upon this a little bit is that there there is a meditation type for everyone because mm. it's so vast a practice you know there's sitting meditations and walking meditations and guided meditations and silent meditations and talking meditations and moving meditations and you know really um there's there's a way to connect our minds and bodies together through meditation in all manner of practices that can really um, 
fit anybody's lifestyle and anybody's uh, approach to, to, to learning and, and connecting. So, um, One of the things that I just recently have learned, and that is that every thought is a prayer. <laughs> Be mindful of your thoughts, because every thought is a prayer. Um, that is such a beautiful um, place to introduce Elder Ruby if nobody has uh, a question or, or a, a comment for, for Neil. I have, I, just... I, I have a tiny, tiny little comment um, for Neil and everyone else. Um, Sorry that I came in late because I was getting confused with the, the different um, meetings you're hosting. I was going into the wrong one, Charlotte, so I'm here. Uh, and, and I came at the right time. Uh, but I've been a practitioner of uh, yoga, and, and I've been a Quaker for a very long time, almost half my life. And uh, we, we've been sitting in silent meeting and um, getting the light and then being led to mostly social justice stuff, um, since 1652. So every religion, every faith walk, the light comes in, in whatever form. And I totally agree with Robin. So I'll uh, shut my mouth, and I love to listen to Alder Ruby. I just want to apologize for being late. <laughs> Did you okay. have a question or um, comment before I introduce you, Ruby? I don't know. Okay. So I'm very pleased to uh, have our last speaker today, especially as we meet virtually across the unceded ancestral and traditional territories of many Coast Salish peoples today. Uh, we're very fortunate to have Elder Ruby with us. Um, Elder Ruby hails from Haida Gwaii and is here to just touch on the, the very introductory principles of her cultural health traditions as a First Nations woman. Um, thank you, Ruby, and take it away. Okay, um, where to start? There's so much. Uh, first of all, I just wanted to say, um, talk about cedar boughs. We do a lot of um, brushing down with uh, cedar boughs to get rid of um, like bad thoughts and um, kind of negativity. If you're depressed and things like that, we, we brush our, usually somebody else will do it for you, brush down with cedar. That's what we use up in, um, in Haida Gwaii and the northern um, um, nations and uh, the prairie Indians they would would use uh, sage for a lot of um, prayers and and uh, pretty much the same thing for for um, w w that we would use the cedar boughs for and they also would um, when we do offerings, like if we if we're out berry picking or um, or taking taking cedar uh, cedar off trees and that, we would put tobacco down to to thank the creative for giving it to us. Um, I'm actually drinking right now some elderberry juice, and I'll talk about that for a minute. Um, elderberry syrup is very good which you can actually buy in the health food store but it's very widely used in uh, a lot of different nations we use it for um, flus and colds and some minor viruses or uh, and that kind of thing it's very high in uh, like vitamin C's and things like that and I actually with this COVID virus, I've been taking, I've been kind of doubling up on it when I go out. And it seems, I don't know if I've been in, introduced to anybody that has it or whatever, but it's it's kept me safe so far. So I use that. And there's a lot that I, a lot of medicines that I cannot name because 
I was talking to my elder and he said, uh, you can say what the properties are, but um, you're not allowed to, to mention what they are. But I can talk about salal berries because they, they were, it was actually on the news and it, when, um, I guess it was the government, I'm not sure who actually mentioned it, but they were saying that um, there's such good properties with uh, salal berries that they were actually going to start growing it, but I don't see how that's going to happen because it just grows in the wild. But And there's good properties for that. A lot of things that we eat are good for, um, uh, has a lot of vitamin C in it. And we use soap berries for, it's more or less of a dessert. It's it's very bitter tasting, but um, you, you pick the berries and you, we can them, cook them and can them. And you, you would uh, put a little bit in a bowl and then you just whip it up and it turns out into like a, almost like a whipping cream. And, and we would just eat it like that um my mom used to tell me when she was young when she when she and we call it uh indian ice cream when she made it she would just use a stick that's how they how they did it they would crush the berries and just stir it with a stick and it would come up the same um there's other other medicines that we use for uh for joint pain we make it into like a grease and you would just put it on. And I was in a car accident quite a few years ago. And for about two years, I had a lot of pain in my knees because my um, we, I was in a head-on collision and it really damaged my knees. And I kept using this one certain grease and I have had, I have no problems with them anymore. Uh, we use another another grease, which is uh, called is um, we use it for like joints, and we use it for like a an insect insect repellent. It's kind of smelly stuff, but it's really and it's really good for your body. It's good for um, like blood flow and keeps your blood really really healthy. And I'm trying to think of some other things. That's pretty much it for now. There, there's so many different things that we we would use for um for various different things. Like we used to go, like you'd go to a healer in the village, and they would know all the different properties for for what things are used for, and um they would just send you home with it and but you wouldn't really know what it was it's not something that's really talked about unless you kind of get to you're either related to the healer or you get to know them kind of thing Ruby, I'm wondering if you can talk a little bit about um, you know yesterday we when we were on the phone you were talking uh, a little bit about how important it is when you're out gathering medicine, for instance, and that idea of intention and attention right. and how, you know, keeping that positivity and um, how that affects the healing properties and things in your culture. Right, right. When you're out picking um, fruits and, and uh, picking um, cedar bark and that kind of thing, um, Oh yeah, and sage. I'll, I'll explain it with sage. It's probably the, the easiest ones. When we uh, first of all, you have to you have to be in a good mind to be picking these. If you're if you're grieving um, about a death or or whatever it is, or um, angry and that kind of thing, you're you're not supposed to pick pick things. Yeah, you, you have to pick it in like a good way. Because uh, we often will go out there and and sing songs and 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 you're just happy. Um, so so that's one thing about picking. 
And also, I was going to explain about sage. When we when we pick the sage, you would take maybe two or three. Uh, um, it comes from a bush, so you would just take a couple of branches and then and then from that bush and move on to the next one, so that you're not des- destroying that that bush. Right. And uh, in the, and most of these, most of the. Um, Things that we pick are done in the spring. Oh, yeah, and there's one thing I forgot to mention, actually, I can talk about because it is also online, is uh, spruce tip. And you, you would pick those in the spring. And what you make out of that is uh, you can make jelly out of it, and it's so delicious. I actually um, probably had it for the first time about 15, maybe 20 years ago, and it's, oh, it's so delicious. And so healthy for you, like you can just spread it on a piece of toast, and it's uh, really good. It's very high in vitamin C as well. Um, hmm. Ruby, I have a question for you, and that is that uh, uh, is any of this uh, these uh, healing modality are, are any of the jams or jellies or whatever are they available anywhere spruce tip um, jelly is actually there is a recipe online you you would just look up spruce tip jelly yes and they do have it's so simple there's like four four ingredients you just and it only takes about three minutes to make it's really quick unless you want to can it and then you if you can it then it'll last it'll last a long time um, um sorry yes i have a question um, um following up on neil's question is what about the grease recipes um do you have uh sources or is it possible uh, they would them? not they would not, not be online and no, they are um They'd be special. Yes. They're uh, just, I have to keep them quiet. Right. I'm sorry about that, but. No, I understand. Yeah, yeah. Because um, yeah. my cousin was a little bit frantic that I was even doing this. He's, uh, I yeah. said, I'll just do it without without mentioning what they are. He says, okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I can see the difficulty, Ruby, but I'm also concerned that, you know, lots of these recipes are secret. Um, they could die with the person that has the knowledge, if the knowledge is a mm-hmm. pass on too, right? Mm-hmm. There's many people that, that actually know. The, these are pa- passed down to mm. a lot of different people. Um and I'm still learning. I, I still, I'm still learning a lot from various different people. Uh, because when I was younger, I actually wasn't, I didn't know about them because they weren't taught to me. But as I'm getting older, as I'm, I'm an elder, they mm-hmm. allow me this information. I was very Did interested you? in... I wanted to ask about smudging as a part of healing, or what is the role of smudging? Yes, but the um, smudging, uh, the prairie, it's the same process as um, as I would use for um, my my cedar to brush brush down. They use it in a lot of the sage. They would use it in a lot of prayer. Um, and getting rid of negative thoughts and and grief and and that I mean I have done smudging a little bit but for the most part I don't do it because where I'm from it's not recognized um, but it is it's a, it's the same process as, as you would do as a cedar bow and and you do feel a lot better um, it just kind of washes everything away. Okay. And it's it and cedar. Okay, when you're smudge, you you would uh, burn it. You usually put it in um like an abalone shell or some kind of a shell, 
and and just burn the dried sage and then you you wash yourself down with the the smoke that comes up when as it's burning I I'd actually like to read you uh this little uh poem that I have and I do not know who the author is it it's unknown but I really like it it's called the circle my grandmother told me that all things went in a circle the sun the moon the earth the waters the breath of life are all round in the roundness she said lies wisdom truth love in this lies power she sat by a kerosene lamp beating and making dream catchers and she would tell me things of power all things are a part of you she said the four-legged the root beings the five-fingered you are all relatives long ago you used to talk with each other but we began to live in square houses and think in straight lines we lost the power lost the way lost the circle everything on mother earth and father sky is sacred she said the great spirit of life made made it this way when you hurt these things she said you hurt yourself and that's the end so beautiful thank you for sharing that and i think that it brings all of our presenters together in again um, this sort of common thread where you know judith was looking at the body as sort of its own universe with the bones and the muscles and how we can look at that um, in in terms of a, a universal system and mm -hmm. um you know how how Neil was speaking about how the body and the subconscious are connected and what that means in terms of disease and then um, you know how how you Ruby bring the 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 element of how we can engage with nature and you know the the medicines in in our local community and in your local community as culture um, so thank you all. Uh, I think that was very rich um, right. and obviously just a, a very tertiary introduction to all of those <laughs> phenomenon because they're, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. they're very have, complicated. I have put mm -hmm. on the screen, if you go to the bottom of your screen, it'll say chat and I have put up the book list that I uh, did. It's on, it's on your screen. On, It'll pop out to the right-hand side, and uh, the, the list is there. Will I be able to see that when we look at the at the um, podcast? I don't know. Uh, oh, Luke, do you know whether or not the podcast will will show the the the? Ch uh, I have a Zoom group chat, and I put everyone here's the message, and I put my book list. I can put it in the description of the episode if, if that helps. Yeah, right. that would be good, yeah. Okay, um, and then Luke, could you again just give a word about uh, where we are with the podcasts that have been posted and where people can go to hear the podcasts powered by age? Yeah, so the, the link, um, if you're on your computer, you can go to anchor.fm slash powered by age um, and so we're almost caught up on all our past episodes uh, but usually if you're trying to find a podcast on your phone uh, you can just search for it in in the apple store or spotify or google podcasts i couldn't get that link from um morgan it's also on youtube as well Oh, oh, these are on YouTube? But just not with the visuals, just the oh, audio. okay, okay, okay. Okay, I so... I find this all very interesting. 
Uh, thank you all for coming together again for another powerful Powered by Age. Next week, we are going to continue with Expanded Health, and Adele has a small group that's working on that presentation. So reach out and join, tell a friend, and we will see you again. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Thank Rob. you so much. Thank you, Ruby. Thank you, Neil. Wonderful presentation, guys. Fascinating Thank you, session. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Thanks, team.